Hi there, it's Lucia, host of the Witch Money podcast here. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about a really handy new tool from us here at Witch, and even better, it's free. It's called My Money Health Check. All you need to do is answer a few quick questions about your finances, and then we'll do the rest, pointing you towards our brilliant witch advice that we think you'll find really useful. Once again, that's My Money Health Checks. If you want help with cutting your bills or making your money go further, it's the place for you. Just head to witch.co.uk forward slash My Money Health Check. Hello and welcome. I'm Rob Lilly and this is the Witch Short Podcast. How are you enjoying the summer so far? Perhaps you're listening to this on the beach, maybe by the pool, or your commute's fine too. Well, if it's sunny where you are, today we'll be talking about how you can harness that sunshine to help power your home. On Witch Short, we handpick the very best articles from across Witch and make them available for you to listen to. If you're enjoying them, we'd really appreciate it if you were to leave us a review and a rating too. This week, we're talking all about solar panels, telling you everything you need to know before installing. To read us this article, originally written by Karen Lawrence, I'll hand you over to Angus Farker. Installing solar panels could cut energy bills by more than £300 a year for a typical home, according to a report from the trade association Solar Energy UK. The financial modelling carried out by the University of Cambridge found that households could be more than £900 a year better off in the best-case scenario, a home with electric heating. How much you could potentially benefit depends on multiple factors, including where you live, what direction the roof faces, whether there's any shading, and how much time you spend at home during the day. But with energy bills expected to rise when the price cap is reviewed by regulator Ofgem in October, it's a good time to find out whether solar PV panels will save you money. And our in-depth research will help you work this out. Where you live affects how much energy solar voltaic or PV panels can generate due to differences in solar irradiance or insulation, the energy received from the sun, and local weather conditions. For maximum power output, the ideal solar PV installation would be on a large south-facing 34-degree pitched roof free from shading in the south of England. If that describes your home, you've hit the jackpot. If not, solar panels will still work effectively in less than ideal conditions, but some factors affect output more than others, so it pays to do your homework. We use the Energy Saving Trust's Solar Energy Calculator to estimate the energy generation, bill savings and carbon dioxide emissions reduction for selected UK locations. For comparison purposes, we assumed all other key variables remained the same. A 4 kilowatt peak system on a south-facing, 30-degree pitched roof with very little or no shading. And that the occupants were at home all day. The latter is important, as this is how you can make the most of the energy your panels are producing. Keep listening to find out why. We found the place with the highest solar generation potential is Brighton at 3,855 kilowatt hours, closely followed by Plymouth and Norwich. At the other end of the scale 
is Inverness at 3,150 kilowatt hours per year. Although this is some 18% less than Brighton, it's worth bearing in mind that location is not the most significant factor when considering solar panels. Shading can severely limit the power your panels generate. We recalculated the figures for Brighton, increasing the shading to significant and saw a 35% reduction in potential annual energy production. When we increased the shading to heavy, the energy generation fell by 50%. So if your rooftop is shaded for much of the day by buildings, trees or other objects that cannot be removed easily, then solar panels may not generate enough energy to repay the investment. Orientation is also significant. Solar panels can work well on east or west facing roofs, although they will produce around 15% less energy. But when we recalculated using a north facing aspect, the energy generation fell by 30%. While each individual factor may have a minor effect on the performance of solar panels, the cumulative effect of two or more factors can make a considerable difference. For example, a rooftop system in Inverness facing east and with significant shading is expected to generate less than half the energy of the ideal installation in Brighton, 1,687 kilowatt hours versus 3,855 kilowatt hours. How much time you spend at home and how much electricity you use during daylight hours have a big impact on your potential energy bill reduction. Every unit of solar energy you use in your home saves the equivalent retail price of electricity, currently capped at an average of 28 pence per kilowatt hour, which is what you would pay to your energy supplier. This varies slightly by region, payment method and meter type. If you're unable to use it all, you can sell the surplus to an energy firm under the Smart Export Guarantee Scheme, but the rate you get is much lower than the retail price. Government-backed SEG stipulates only that this rate must be above zero and current tariffs range from a paltry 1.5 pence to 7.5 pence per kilowatt hour or up to 10 pence to 12 pence per kilowatt hour from Octopus Energy if you have solar panels and a Tesla Powerwall battery. If you live in Northern Ireland, SEG doesn't apply. Instead, you can sell excess electricity directly to the supplier or via an agent. Power NI currently offers 7.85 pence per kilowatt hour. No matter where you live in the UK, the difference between the retail price you pay and the payments you receive means that using the energy yourself is much more cost effective than selling it. If you're at home using electricity during the day, the savings stack up much more rapidly than if your home is empty. For example, we found the average annual cost of running a washing machine, tumble dryer and dishwasher is around £215. So if you're at home or can schedule these to run during the day, then you could save up to £215 a year by powering them from the solar panels. Selling the equivalent amount of energy at 4.1 pence per kilowatt hour would earn you just £31. Solar PV prices have fallen by more than 60% since 2010, when a typical system cost around £20,000. The recently announced VAT rate cut on solar panels from 5% to 0% should cut costs further. However, it's not easy without getting bespoke quotes to work out how much you'll need to pay. The EST calculations we used are based on an installation cost of £5,419 for a 4 kilowatt peak system. 
data from the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors suggests a similar system costs between 9000 to 11700 while the Solar Energy UK report lists the cost of a typical 3.1 kilowatt peak system as 3925 So what's the truth? It depends on the size of the system, type of panel you choose, the quality of components, the accessibility and state of repair of your roof, and the individual installer. Many installers work with just one or two solar panel brands, so you might not be offered a choice of manufacturer, but it's worth understanding what type of panel you're buying. Of the three main types available, monocrystalline panels are the most efficient, around 20 to 22%, having the longest lifespan of 30 to 50 years, and some people consider them to be more aesthetically pleasing, but they're also the most expensive. Polycrystalline panels, 13 to 16% efficient, are cheaper to buy but might be less cost effective in the long term and don't last quite as long at 30 to 40 years. Thin film panels, 7% to 13% efficient, are the cheapest but least efficient and also have a shorter lifespan than both other types at 10 to 20 years. But they're flexible, so can be potentially bent and fitted around obstructions. To compare different quotes, divide the total cost of the system by the total power output to find the price per watt. Also, consider ongoing costs. Solar panels generally need little regular maintenance, but the EST calculator allows for replacing the inverter or components twice during the lifetime of the system, in year 10 and year 20, at a cost of around £1,450. When we surveyed solar panel owners last year, two-thirds had not experienced any problems since the installation. The most common technical fault involved the inverter at 14%, but most faults should be rectified by the installer or manufacturer thanks to the generous warranty typically offered. String inverters generally have a 10-year warranty with an option to extend, while micro-inverters have a longer life and often come with 10-25 to 25 year warranties. The most common non-technical issues reported were nesting birds or squirrels at 15% and dirt building up on the panels. 14%. Dirty panels absorb less light and therefore generate less energy, but unless they're at a very shallow angle, most solar panels are largely self-cleaning, courtesy of a hydrophobic coating that helps the rain to wash away most dirt. If your panels are accessible, you can remove leaves and other debris yourself and rinse with a hose pipe. In some locations, there may be a build-up of bird droppings, tree sap, salt spray or other environmental pollution, so check the cost of regular professional cleaning, particularly if panels will be hard to reach. You can get a good idea of the potential savings of installing panels by using some basic data about your home. The EST Solar Energy Calculator calculates energy bill savings, how much you could earn by selling excess power and carbon dioxide emissions savings. You'll need to input your postcode plus the following details about your home. Roof slope. The typical roof slope for the average UK home is about 30 degrees, so use this if you're not sure. Shading. Estimate how much shading you have on your roof, from up to 20%, none or very little, to more than 80%, heavy. The calculator uses your postcode to display a map of your property, which you can adjust to find the orientation of your roof. Installation size. An average installation is around 4 kilowatt peak, but you can input a larger or smaller system depending on how much space you have available. Time spent at home. 
Select how much time you typically spend at home during the day to calculate how much solar energy you might use. The results should tell you enough to gauge whether solar PV is likely to pay you back over time or be a waste of money. Our need for electricity doesn't always coincide with the hours of daylight. Some 46% of solar panel owners we surveyed last year said they use less than half of the electricity their system produces. If your home is empty all day, timers and smart controllers can help you schedule appliances to run when the panels are generating the most energy. You can also install a PV diverter switch to power an immersion heater. This diverts energy only when it detects an excess and stores it in the form of hot water to use later. PV diverters cost from a few hundred pounds and can be retrofitted to existing systems. If you have a heat pump or are considering installing one, then solar panels can provide electricity to power it directly or to provide hot water. However, the heat pump is most power hungry during the winter months, just when solar panels will be generating the least energy. If you have an electric or plug-in hybrid car and you're able to charge your car at home during the daytime, solar panels will help you save on energy. Alternatively, battery storage is a good choice if you're unable to use much energy when the sun is shining. Depending on the quality and capacity, solar batteries will add around £1,500 to £6,000 to the cost of your system, but you'll be able to use the electricity whenever you need it. This is especially cost-effective if you use a lot of electricity at night, for heating for example, or charging an electric vehicle. You can save more than just money, as generating your own energy will also reduce your carbon footprint. Just as with financial savings, how much carbon you save depends on how much energy your system generates. Live in sunny Brighton with the ideal roof setup, then you could save 891 kilograms of carbon annually, the equivalent of driving 6,853 kilometres in the average car. Over a typical 25-year lifetime, that's 20.9 tonnes of carbon saved, or 171,325 kilometres of driving. In not-quite-so-sunny Inverness, residents with the ideal setup can still save a healthy 17.1 tonnes over 25 years, or 9.2 tonnes with an east-facing roof. The manufacture of PV systems is not emissions-free, However, after around three years of use, panels will have prevented the release of more emissions than it took to create them. For some people, the chance to reduce their carbon footprint will be more important than saving money. For others, it's a nice bonus. Rooftop solar panels are generally regarded as permitted development in the UK, which means that you don't need to apply for planning permission. You might need approval, however, if your home is listed or in a conservation area, so check with your local planning department. Solar tiles or slates can be a more acceptable and attractive option, but might cost more than twice as much as panels. If you live in a flat or other leasehold property, you'll need permission of the freeholder to install solar panels. It's also worth checking the state of your roof. It must be strong enough to take the weight of the solar panels, and it makes sense to also replace tiles or carry out other repairs if needed while the scaffolding is in place. When requesting quotes, look for installers certified by the Independent Microgeneration Certification Scheme. Solar panels should be installed by an MCS certified installer to qualify for SEG payments. As with all home improvements, get at least three quotes and make sure it's clear exactly what's included. Feedback from solar panel owners suggests the installation process itself is relatively painless. In our survey, the vast majority 
94%, said getting their solar PV system installed was not very or not at all disruptive. The low carbon and renewable sector is constantly evolving, so it's tempting to delay buying until the next innovation comes along with a cheaper or more efficient product. You may have read about tandem solar cells, silicon panels with a thin perovskite film layer. These can reach 28% efficiency but aren't yet in commercial production. There's also the so-called solar panels that work at night that can generate energy from infrared light. But this is only a proof of concept and it might be many years before you can buy them. Standard crystalline silicon panels, on the other hand, are a proven technology whose efficiency has increased gradually over the years to 20-22% to today, which is close to their theoretical maximum. If the numbers don't quite stack up for your home just yet, keep an eye on future developments, but if you can afford solar PV panels outright, as otherwise any interest you're paying on a loan might cancel out energy bill savings, they will start saving you money immediately and it makes sense to install them now. Thank you to Angus and to Karen Lawrence too, the original author behind that piece. Remember, you can find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. And you can do that at witch.co.uk forward slash newsletters. One more reminder for you as well, if you like this podcast, then why not check out Witch Investigates? We're releasing new episodes every other Monday as we deep dive into the everyday issues that matter to you. Just search Witch Investigates wherever you're listening to this. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts. Thanks for listening. Witch Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. 